0: It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, a judge has approved an urgent bail application for the detained former leader of the Democratic Party, Wu Chi Wai. Trade union head has called on the government to introduce leave for people ordered into quarantine, saying workers' salaries were being deducted and China's export growth beats estimates. A judge has approved an urgent bail application for the detained former leader of the Democratic Party, Wu Chi Wai. The decision means Mr Wu will be able to attend the funeral of his father, who died aged 92. Vicky Wong reports.
1: Mr Wu, who faces various protest-related charges and is one of 47 politicians and activists facing national security offences, had been denied permission on Wednesday to attend the ceremony by the Correctional Services Department, although he was offered a live-streaming alternative. The department said the date, time and location of the funeral had been extensively reported on social media and allowing him to attend would pose a safety risk to officers and Mr Wu himself. The department offered its condolences. Mr Wu was first taken into custody after a court heard that he had failed to surrender a BNO passport while on bail.
0: The head of the Confederation of Trade Unions, Mung Su Tat, has called on the government to introduce leave for people ordered into quarantine, saying workers' salaries were being deducted. People face up to 21 days in quarantine if they are considered to have been exposed to COVID-19. Mr Mung said the union had already been contacted about 200 times on the matter. Speaking of an RTHK programme, he said some people had also been forced to take annual leave. Appearing on the same programme, an honorary chairman of the Hong Kong Small and Medium Enterprises Association, Danny Lau, said the government could consider subsidising one-third of the pay. A public health expert at the University of Hong Kong says reducing the quarantine period of vaccinated close contacts of COVID-19 patients is reasonable. Thousands of residents living in several buildings have been put under 21-day quarantine after one of their neighbours was found to have a mutant strain of coronavirus. Sources said the government will announce shorter quarantine periods for vaccinated people today. Speaking on RTHK's back chat, epidemiologist Benjamin Cowling said the risk of vaccinated people becoming infected was much lower. It does make sense to reduce quarantine for vaccinated people because they do have a lower risk of infection. So we've heard some experts saying that the, the incubation period may be the same if you get infected and you're vaccinated. That's true. But the risk of getting affected in the first place is much lower so you can kind of balance out the risk the vice president of the hong kong college of psychiatrists may lam says the lack of supervision in school and elsewhere during the pandemic has seen a rise in childhood bullying she was commenting on the arrest this week of two sanctuary school students over the repeated slapping and kicking of their 14 year old schoolmate police allege the girls aged 13 and 14 attacked the form 3 student in march Accusing her of bad mouthing them, the incident was apparently captured on video and went viral on social media. Is Dr. Lam?
1: I think it's particularly like um, you know more more apparent over the past you know one to two years. I think with a number of factors. Like firstly, because of the COVID pandemic, like um, there are a lot of time when the kids, uh, I mean the students, are off campus. And I think, like, the second reason could be, like, uh, you know, perhaps one to two years ago, there was a lot of exposure to violence, like, um, with a lot of social, you know, events um, happening. So I I guess, like, there are a number of factors contributing to have, apparently, more bullying than, than, you know, than than usual.
0: Government has acknowledged the role of the largest teachers' union in Hong Kong after a lawmaker accused it of harbouring teacher misconduct. At a Legico meeting, the Pro-Democracy Professional Teachers Union came under fire from councillors like Priscilla Leung, accused it of spreading lies in the name of professionalism. But the Education Minister, Kevin Young says the union was doing what it thinks is right by helping disqualified teachers. He spoke to an interpreter. The Professional Teachers Union is a union. Regarding all the cases regarding professional misconduct, we've followed our own guidelines and principles. We will not be swayed by the union. Of course, as a union... The union would file appeal for some teachers, so they would follow that procedure. China's export growth pegged up in April and beating estimates as the world's second largest economy continued its path to recovery from the pandemic. Exports in US dollar terms surged 32% from a year earlier, higher than analysts forecast and faster than the 32% recorded in March. Imports rose 43% from the same month last year, the fastest pace in more than a decade. Tech giant IBM says it's made a breakthrough in the manufacture of computer chips, creating the smallest, fastest and most powerful yet. It says its chip can improve performance by 45% and energy efficiency by 75% over currently available products. probably takes several years for the chips to be marketed, but IBM says they promise a quadruple mobile phone battery life. Pro-independence leaders are warning of trouble in West Papua as Indonesia Indonesia sends another 400 troops there to crack down on separatist rebels. Radio Australia's Ambarker reports.
1: Indonesia has sent hundreds of troops into Papua province to crack down on separatist rebel groups blamed for shooting dead the provincial intelligence head last month. Reports on the ground say thousands of Papuans have fled their villages in fear. One exiled leader, Benny Wender, has warned that a huge Indonesian military operation, the biggest in years, is about to begin. He says the troop build-up, escalating clashes and internet blackout are what happened during a similar crackdown in Papua in 20. 20- 2018, when tens of thousands were displaced and dozens killed,
0: the Australian government says the resumption of flights from India to Australia will be conditional on medical advice. The government signed off on a plan to resume flights from May the 15th. All arrivals are to be quarantined near Darwin. About 9,000 Australians are stranded in India due to Canberra's travel ban. Trade Minister Dan Tehan says the most vulnerable will be prioritised. The aim is, is if the, the medical advice is clear and, and we can uh, resume flights from 15 May, then then obviously we'll be doing what we can, especially to get those most vulnerable uh, passengers repatriated back to Australia. India now accounts for more than half of all COVID cases across the world. It's now recorded more than 400,000 new infections in a day, pushing the number of confirmed cases to more than 21 million but health experts believe both figures are being underreported. The Defence Secretary in the US, Lloyd Hostin, has said the process of withdrawing all contractors working with US forces in Afghanistan is underway, with heavy bombers and fighter jets being deployed to protect the departing contingents. Addressing reporters at the same media conference, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, said Taliban insurgents had not attacked U.S. troops and coalition forces directly since the withdrawal began on May the 1st, although there had been intense attacks of, on Afghan government forces.
2: There have been about 80 to 120 enemy-initiated attacks a day uh, for the past year, and that has also been sustained since 1 May. There have been no attacks against U.S. and coalition forces since the retrograde began on about 1 May, and that is also consistent for the past year.
0: U.S. police say a girl in the state of Idaho was responsible for a shooting that injured two other students and a teacher. Investigators say the suspect fired several rounds from a gun she retrieved from her backpack. BBC's Peter Bowes reports. The girl, a student at a middle school in the town of Rigby, is understood to be aged 11 or 12. The authorities say she opened fire with a handgun and was disarmed by a teacher. The three victims were shot in their limbs and are expected to survive. The suspect's motive is being investigated by the FBI and local police. There's been a string of shootings in the US involving multiple victims this year. Last month, President Biden said the level of gun violence in the country... Was an international embarrassment. There's been strong condemnation by the government in opposition in the Maldives of an attempt to assassinate the country's first democratically elected president, the current Speaker of Parliament, Mohammed Nasheed. Local media report the Islamic State Group has claimed responsibility for the bomb blast near Mr. Nasheed's home. BBC's Ambarasan Etarajan reports. Mohamed Nasheed, now Speaker of the Maldivian Parliament, was rushed to a hospital in Malay after the blast. Hospital authorities said Mr. Nasheed had suffered multiple injuries, but his condition was stable. The explosion happened just before a nighttime curfew was due to go into effect in the capital as part of measures to contain coronavirus. Mr. Nasheed, who was forced from office in 2012, has been an outspoken critic of hardline Islamists. The Foreign Minister, Abdullah Shaheed, strongly condemned the blast, saying cowardly attacks like these had no place in Maldivian society. The World Trade Organization has urged member countries to start negotiations as soon as possible on temporary waiving patent protections for COVID vaccines. Its Director-General Ngozi Okonjo-Iweala welcomed US support for the idea, saying an urgent response was needed as people were dying. Developing countries, among them South Africa, argue that waiving the rights would allow more manufacturers to make the vaccines. President Cyril Ramaphosa explains.
2: As a country, we want to manufacture vaccines locally against this pandemic and future pandemics. It is for this reason that South Africa and India proposed the TRIPS waiver at the World Trade Organization to enable manufacturing of COVID-19 vaccines in developing
0: countries. But pharmaceutical firms say the issue is more complex, with supply chain management an important factor, and they warn that any waiver could erode their incentive to produce future vaccines in record time. United Nations report has called for swift action against methane pollution to help reduce the rate of global warming gas is produced during fossil fuel extraction and in agriculture. This report from the BBC's Justin Rowlett.
2: Methane is a powerful greenhouse gas and today's UN report says reducing methane emissions should be an urgent priority. But because methane breaks down in the atmosphere over 10 or so years, the impact of emissions cuts will be felt much more quickly than with carbon dioxide, which can stay in the atmosphere for thousands of years. The report finds that significant methane cuts are possible at low cost using existing technologies, particularly in the fossil fuel industry.
0: Finance, a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,767. That's 134 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $74 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 109.1 yen euro stands at 1 US dollar and 20 cents and the pound is worth 10 dollars and 80 cents. Sport now and Villarreal have prevented an all English final in football's Europa League. Arsenal crashed out at the hands of the former manager Unai Emery, who guided Villarreal to a 0-0 draw in their semi-final second leg at the Emirates. Spanish side progressed 2-1 on aggregate and will play Manchester United in the final. This was the reaction of Arsenal boss, Mikel Arteta. We have to, when we have the chances, that we have to put the ball in the net. And again, I'm saying we haven't played our best in over the two legs certainly in the first half an hour in Villarreal and the first half today. And this is the other motive why we are not through. The former Arsenal defender Lee Dixon says the disappointing performance by Arteta's team sums up their season.
1: Every one of those players, maybe Smith Rowe, the exception, will look at his performance or should look at his performance tonight and say, I didn't do enough. And when you come off the pitch and say that to yourself, and be honest, and look in a mirror when you go to bed tonight, and look in that mirror and go, did I really do enough? Pretty much nine or ten of them will look at that and the answer will be no.
0: Manchester United reached the final despite losing 3-2 in the second leg at Roma. United won 8-5 overall. The final will be played in the Polish city of Gdansk on May the twenty-seventh. The winners will get a place in next season's UEFA Champions League. This year's Champions League final between Manchester City and Chelsea will be played on May the 30th in Istanbul. The Will skipper Alan Wynne Jones says it's an honor to be named captain of the British and Irish Lions touring South Africa this summer. The world's most capped rugby union player is on his fourth Lions tour. To be added to a, a list of captains as synonymous with the, the tours they've
2: gone before is, is, is surreal. I think there's uh, very few opportunities you get to see and feel the romance involved in sport and, you know, potentially i felt a little bit that today, but the hard work starts now.
0: On the ice, the Toronto Maple Leafs came out firing against the Montreal Canadiens in a potential first round playoff match up as the NHL hockey season winds down. Uh, US sports commentator Ray Jovanovich says teams that already clinched the postseason still have plenty to play for.
2: The Toronto Maple Leafs,
0: who've led wire to wire, playing the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens, for all intents and purposes, have already clinched the number four spot, but this is a game with
2: respect, importance, respect to seeding. So uh, we're gonna see a lot of these ga- a lot of
0: these games, two or three left that could change the seating situation. To end the news top story once again, the judge has approved an urgent bail application for the detained former leader of the Democratic Party, Ruchu Gwai. The news from RTHK.
2: Justice Yeah. yeah, yeah. What a girl sexy, what a girl fly, yeah. I'm from the very first time, stuck in my mind, it's like me get tired, when she put it by the left, I just put it on the right, mash all the whole of my life, me me I forget to let her try, Can't deny she put her hold on me, now she's in my life. And he's only me tight and don't let go. We're ticking like tic-tac-toe. This is all the best and the great we know. The best man you ever know. Love my style, love my flow. And I take you places you always dreaming to go. This is all she put a whole on me. Now she said, my life, this is all I'm dreaming it to be. A girl sexy, white a girl fly, yeah, I'm from the very first time, stuck in my mind, it's like me get tired, yeah, when she put it by the left, as you feel it by the right, match all the whole of me life, me say me I forget and let her try, because it's nice. She put a hold on me, now she saved my life, this is all, I'm dreaming it to you. It's your
1: And welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Friday afternoon. Friday the 7th of May is today's date. And many thanks once again to Phil Whelan for the morning brew today. One more work day before the weekend, and we sure have a busy programme for you. In the next 10 minutes, we'll be chatting and we'll be hearing about Caring Frontiers, which is a charity put together by a group of Hong Kong students to give financial support to secondary schools and refugee camps on the border between Thailand and Myanmar. And we'll be joined by Angelica Chang, who's a junior at Tufts University in the United States, along with Benny... Birkin Cotter who's a junior at the University of Vermont and we hope to bring you that interview on Facebook Live as well and we can see how we can support this wonderful charity Caring Frontiers and after the two o'clock news the Agenda Cafe is back uh, with co-host Karen Coe and myself as we look ahead to Mother's Day but with a slight twist. Now we've all had mothers or, um, or we've all had or had mothers but not everyone wants to be a mother and today on the Agenda Cafe we're talking about choosing to be child free now that is a choice uh, that is viewed in society and will be joined by two women who've chosen to be child free tanya wessels who's in a sustainability advocate a writer and a public speaker